Welcome to the Ignite Christian Business Podcast. Today's episode is part of a special series leading up to Ignite 22, an Ignite Christian Business Conference taking place July 28th and 29th at the Beardmore Event Center in Omaha, Nebraska. Ignite 22 is for Christians with a passion for business, leadership, and serving others. Get your tickets today at ignite-cb.com. Let's dive into a time of Kairos conversation between our host, Craig Booyer, and special guests, Burton Garr, Jeff Pearls, and Jasmine Brady. Okay, so, so any more, any more, Burton, I mean, that, that wasn't the story long ago, right, about recording and, and the way the money? Well, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, you, you, you know, you made records and you went on tour and you made money when you sang to people and they bought your records and they went to Blockbuster and Tower Records and Border Books and Books a Million and Walden Books and all the places, all the fine record stores that you could find, media, audio, you know, LPs back then, cassettes, eight tracks, whatever. And people actually bought it and respected and, uh, you know, valued an artist. I mean, they got involved with artistry now it's a whole new world with digital you know people don't do complete records anymore it's a waste of their time what they need to do is turn out more information mm-hmm. uh, back in the day you could do have one hit on a on a record and you could go for a year and a half and just you know make millions of dollars you know in the industry um your fans would follow you. Some of them would go to multiple concerts. I've heard of people, you know, that love Garth Brooks and oh, I've seen him, you know, 80 times, you know, that's a lot of times to see one artist, but see, that's where the money is. They pay a large premium to get in the door. And if they buy the CD and the t-shirt, that's just, that's just icing on the cake for the artists. But you know, all of the streaming services and all that, it's, it's a really clever way to package music and it and it gets you away from literally buying it you know i i'm a i subscribe to apple music pay them ten dollars a month and i've got you know hundreds of millions of songs at my disposal so you know who has to own it anymore we've lost you know where we got the cd cover jeff you remember this we get the cd or the the lp and we just scour the inside who played who wrote the song who published it Nobody even cares about that part anymore. It's just, okay, that's a good song. We played it. We danced to it. We loved it. Whatever. It's done. What's next? What's next? You know, we're living in the TikTok world where everything is in chunks of, of 30 and 60 seconds. You know, nowadays, you know, people think, oh, I'm on YouTube. It's a free service. I'm putting this out and and I'm, I'm looking at it going, sir, that's 20, 30 minutes. You think somebody's going to really watch that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he'll have 14 views. And then there's a kid that put out a 30-second video of a cat, you know, flying around on, the, on a fan that got, you know, 600 million views. Now, who's winning? Who's winning? The, the person with the 30-second video. Yeah. Yeah. So, Really what social media did, though, I think Burton will agree with this, is it took the power out of the hands of the record company 
put it in the hands of the artists and they could go on YouTube and TikTok and all these other places and develop their own fan base and bypass the record company. That's their, right. You know, and so Spotify is the record company's attempt to get the power back. <laughs> but, but I don't know that they, I don't think they ever will. But but what happened when all the social media platforms came in, the business model changed and it took everybody a while to figure it out. Because like yeah. you said, Used to, you make a record and you go tour to support that record. Now, I know artists that put out recordings. They don't ever do it, anything on the road and their sales are all online and they're making a great living doing it. So, yeah. Yeah, I think wow. that's the wave of the future. Um, and, and I think there's something right around the corner. I honestly believe that there is technology that we know not of that is, is, is on the horizon that is going to be life-changing again, just like what we thought about iTunes or Apple Music or Spotify, we were so blown away and enamored by it, but but yet it's 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 almost rendering itself ancient. It's my space of today, you know. And so just like I believe that Facebook, you know, they're trying to rebrand themselves right now. You know why they're doing that? Because they've been around so long. When you become common, people forget about you. And so Instagram has been around, but then they had to go buy that. So there's something really fresh and exciting right around the corner. And it's going to be the marriage of like a Facebook and the media and music. I think what it's going to be is all under one roof. We're going to render things like YouTube and Vimeo and things like that as, as just useless. They'll still be used because there are people that are early adopters like, like me that are always going to be going, I'm ready for it and I want to use it. Then the people in the middle that go, okay, it's, uh, it's getting traction and people are starting to use it. And so-and-so did it and they're using it. This church did it or that artist did it. We want to be a part of it. And then there's, there's the laggards that'll, that'll be telling people, Hey, I'm on YouTube. <laughs> you know, <you're> on. <laughs> no, man, YouTube, nobody's even on there anymore, but it, it has to be that way. It's how society yeah. and all of this works but i'm oh. excited to see the future i believe that there is some i was talking to a really good friend of mine uh chuck hobbs at breakfast and i said chuck i feel it in my bones there's something really exciting on the horizon technology wise that's going to help propel and advance the kingdom of god and we all watched it you know we saw facebook be, get created and people said Oh, we could use that to promote the gospel. But see, it's not a gospel-friendly platform, not really. It's there for other reasons. And then Instagram and other, you know, mediums. But I really feel like there's something fresh and exciting. And uh, I want to be a part of it. I, I told Chuck, I said, I really want to really help invent some things that we can help advance and propel the gospel. Because, guys, we all know that we're, we're probably in the last leg of the journey. Believe it or not, and we've heard it all our life. Mm. We've been for the Lord. You know, he's coming soon. He's coming soon. But no other time in my 56 years have I seen such a, a real enlightening sign that this is getting this is getting real. This is all lining up with that yeah. revelation, all those movies that were made and all the preaching that's been done. It's 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 here, you know. And I believe that the uh, closing events of this world history will be rapid, too. Absolutely. I, I, I think that yeah. it's going to be like a snowball. It's just going to kind of 
get momentum. Once it gets momentum, I mean, the Lord will be here before we know it. So we don't have yeah. a lot of time to, uh, to mess around, so to speak. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that, that's, that's, that's for, for sure. And, 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 and guys, let me let me just let me let me pause here for a second. Guys, Craig Booyer here. Uh, I jumped in a conversation with Jeff Pearls and my and my good friend Burton Gar, and and we're talking about the Ignite Conference. But beforehand, we got into this other conversation, and I just want to keep things going here. And, and Burton, let me ask you, why why hasn't you know you're 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 excited for this new thing and you want to be part of it but why hasn't something happened already why is it that it's uh th that the believer hasn't already created something or why isn't the the believer involved in some of these huge companies these huge organizations what 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 what's been the reason why we haven't been involved with some of that that you think well here's here's and you and I have talked about this many times. Um, this unfortunate, but a lot of times in, in, in the kingdom or gospel life, we're, we're, we just, we wait until someone else invents it. And then we want to ride on it and tell how great it is. When all along, I believe that God's will was for us to lead out and say, hey, we're going to create this. I mean, he's given us power hmm. and authority to be creative. He said, greater things shall you do because I'm, I'm going now into the Father. And by the way, I'm going to be busy, you know, preparing a place for you. So I'm going to leave this in your hands, guys. Uh, and, and I want you to go about my Father's business and, until I return. So I think that what we've allowed ourselves to become is just comfortable, kind of laid back, maybe a little too relaxed. And, and it frustrates a guy like me when I hear people saying, hey, have you been on this or heard about this technology? And it's always, it's always a world-driven uh, piece of technology that people are just trying to adopt it. And I, I really get a lot of flack because people try to, they actually idolize places like Facebook and Insta. And I said, do you realize that God, God didn't invent that? The people that are behind that organization and what it does, they're not for us. Right. I can tell you right, right. we at Regeneration Nashville, we're, we're putting our services on there. And yes, we get censored and sometimes we get them taken down. We've been put in jail. We have had our audio uh, muted at various times. So I'm telling you that they're not our friends, but we, we, we relish in the fact that look at what we're doing. There's a billion people there when we should be doing work ourselves and being creative and saying we've created a safe place mm -hmm. where we're not uh, allowing all of the traffickers and the evil and the enemy that is behind the scenes of that kind of technology, they're doing things with our information. They're doing things with all your pictures. Somebody called me the other day and they were so upset and they found their picture somewhere else on Facebook and said, look how they're using this. I said, hey, wait a minute. I need to educate you. When you posted your picture, go back and read the rules of engagement and the policies of Facebook. When you put it there, you're saying 
It's public domain. Come and get it. You can do whatever you want to with it. People don't realize that. Yeah. They're posting pictures of their family, their kids, where they're at, where they're not, who they're with, what they're eating. You know, we love we love to do all that. And it's and it's cool. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love to keep up with people and see that stuff. But at the same time, know the risks that are involved with yeah. with going there. Yeah. Yeah. So so Burton, how do we change that? How do we change that mindset with believers? How do we get them to engage? I mean, you and I both know, Jeff, same thing. You guys, we know some talented, unbelievable, talented, gifted uh, people that you know could do different creative things like this, but, but it's, it's like, there's a, it, could it be a poverty mindset to a certain degree? I mean, what, what is that, or what does it take for us to even start going down that path? Well, I mean, I'm going to jump out here right quick and just say simply that you're hundred percent right. It's because these other companies are willing to take the risk mm and spend millions upon millions of dollars to create it. But they also believe in what they're doing, don't they? Or they yeah. wouldn't do it. Yeah. They find ways to monetize it. And I believe it's God's will for us to lead out in this day and age. It's always yeah. been planned. Yeah. And so we're afraid to step out and say, we're going to create the next whatever thing it is. Mm -hmm. And spend the time and the money, the effort and the energy, because you and I both know that we have done things for the kingdom of God that were even poorly received. But a lot of times I will say I'm hard on people and I'm hard on things. It's not a personal thing. It's from a professional standpoint. I look at it and I say, well, it was just poorly executed too. So because it's not got the bones that it needed, you know, people are going, well, it doesn't do this. It doesn't do that. So somebody has got to rise to the occasion, rise to the top and say, we're, we're in this last, this last final harvest. Somebody's got to step up to the plate and say, we can create technology. It's all around us. Yeah. And I believe that it's God's perfect plan because how else could we communicate mm -hmm. the 200 countries Every state in our nation, all at one time, we're harnessing technology. Yeah. So, you know, I it's... I think, too, Burton, though, that um, some of that has to do with your upbringing as far as uh, how you were taught to think about certain things, especially if you were raised up in church. I know when I was coming up, you know, my mom and dad raised me in church, and, and but it was always kind of implied that, you know what, Christians shouldn't get involved in politics because that was just a horrible thing. Well, you know what, if Christians don't get involved in politics, how are we going to shape the laws that govern this country in a way that, you know, glorifies God and, and is friendly to uh, Christians and that kind of thing, the same kind yeah. of thing for business. Yeah. I think that we've been taught as church people, that's a big evil mean world out there and Christians have no part of it. And so we just need to kind of cloister together and, yep. uh, you know, and I, I couldn't disagree more. I believe that we do need to support each other, but yeah. you know, Christians are bearing the light and we need to go where it's dark to, right. be, to impart but, that light. And so whether it's business, I believe that Christians should be involved in the arts, should be involved in business. 
uh, politics, every area of life, God needs to be represented. And if Christians don't do it, then somebody else will. And it's not going to be the kingdom of God that's going to be represented at that point. That's, that's right. Yeah. It's, it's so good, Jeff. And, and, and someone even brought up one time, I, I was, I don't know if it was, I don't, I don't know what I was doing, but I was listening to a, a gentleman talk and, and it was talking about television. And, and he was, he believed that television was, was a tool that the Christian was supposed to use back in the day when, when television first came out, um, I, I remember the black and white TVs. I don't remember when it first came out or anything, but yet at the same time, I remember holding the little wire that the antenna, remember you had to hold the antenna in your, in your hand to get a better reception. And there was like three channels, but someone told me when television first came out, that was for, that was for the, the, the believer to get the word of God out. And it, it took, it took believers many, many years be, because they thought it was a tool of, of Satan mm -hmm. and they, and they, and they refused to use TV. And I don't remember who the first one was, but that that's, he believed that's what television first came out to, to do and believed that was a, to be a, a tool to be used. And, and wow, it just takes, it takes sometimes believers. And, and I agree with what you said, Jay. I, I've heard my grandma say that before, mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to get involved with politics and that's, you know, that's, that's they're bad people. Yeah. And, well, and, it's and, like anytime that anything new comes up with this technology or whatever, it seems as if the believers spend the first 10 years criticizing it and then they yeah. get on board. But by yeah. that time, that technology is obsolete and something new's come along. So, you know, so they criticize that. <laughs> so yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't want to mean to be down on believers because I, I always, oh. as we say, but, yeah. but, you know, but we do have, there's a definite gap there and believers definitely need to step up and, and fill those gaps. Well, and that's what, you know, even with this Ignite conference, guys, this is, I want to inspire. I want people to walk away mm -hmm. inspired and, and walk away with the, the talents that the Lord has put in them, the gifts, that creativity that, that the Lord has put in people. It, it, I, I agree with both of you. We're in the fourth quarter, not because of our age, because I just believe the season that we're in, we're in the fourth quarter and it's time to do, it's time to get off the bench uh, God's not looking for a second or a third stringer. It's, it, it's game time. We've got to get in the game and we can't, we can't even be toying around with, with some of the things that have caused us to stumble in the past. I, I was thinking about this the other day, it, it, men, men can't be struggling and with, with pornography, we can't be struggling with addictions. We've got to, we've got to lay that at the foot of the cross and say, Lord, prepare me, make me the man that you've called me to be because it's game time Amen. and we don't have time to look to the right, look to the left. We just need to focus in and we need to go. We need to capture back the land that the enemy has taken. Mm -hmm. And I say this all the time, but in the Marine Corps, they didn't teach me to surrender. They didn't teach us to fall back. They, they, they taught us to engage, engage the enemy, overcome the enemy, uh, destroy the enemy. Um, and, and, and all these different things. And, and I think it's a game. I, I think it's a strategy for the believer. Um, and, and, and I think if you, you go into even business, you go into your business with that, with that mindset, with that strategy, um, I, I think things are going to happen. And I think things, Jeff, you said it, things are happening so quick, so fast. Um, it, it's, you know, the second home that, 
you always think about having down in Florida. And I, I, I love Florida. I love visiting. I love fishing. Um, but man, it's like, it's like, yeah, <laughs> there you go. But it, it, it's almost like it, that's almost taking a back seat anymore. And it's like, I don't even have time. I don't even want to talk about that. Let's talk about the kingdom. Let's talk about the loss. There's so many people out there that are in a dark place and they're, they're right around us. And we walk right by them each and every day, and we've never said anything. And it's time that we get our voice back, and we've got to we've got to start sharing the light, sharing the word, sharing Jesus. Because again, yeah, this is about business and about the kingdom, about entrepreneurs. But man, you talk about taking our nation back. It's the same strategy. Mm. It's the exact same strategy. We've got to step up and start doing. Quit talking about it. Quit talking about our past failures, letting our past failures hold us back. And it's, man, you should be taking notes on this, Burton. This is some good stuff right here. So, I was going to watch it again. Get it <laughs> out there, right? On YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube. That's right. Oh, my gosh. But no, I, I just get excited. I'm, I'm excited about this about this event. And, and, and someone asked me, the other, you know, Craig, what do you want out of this? You know, you, you, you put all this time, all this effort into it. What do you want out of it? And, 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 you know, look at the different speakers that we have and look at the, the different uh, things that people can bring to this that we can glean from. These are all good things. You got, you got marketing stuff, you got social media stuff, you got good stuff that businesses need, but what do I want out of this? I just want the I just want to be in the glory. I just, where that presence is, uh, nothing else matters. If he can, if he falls in that room, we've, we've accomplished everything because that's what we need. We just need to be in his presence and let God be God and, and let him show us the way, guide us, direct us, lead us. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I look at, I look at some of the some of the big hitters that we're bringing in. You got Lance, you got Kevin Jessup, Hank and Brenda Kuhneman. You know what? If they, if the presence of God is so thick and they don't say anything, I don't even care. That's awesome. I, 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 I just, I just want to just be in the presence of almighty God and, and just let him take over and let people walk away with such a hunger, with such a passion to do more for the kingdom that it's just, People walk away inspired and, and just say, let's go. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've you put your best foot forward mm -hmm. uh, on organizing this, putting it together. And you and I had talked about it several times. And I'm sure you had brainstormed with Desiree and, and your closest comrades in Omaha. But, you know, I saw a fire in your eyes. I saw a fire in your belly. And just like we were talking about, the technology and being creative, you know, you've, you've uh, put your money where your mouth is because you believe in this so much uh, to inspire and encourage and uplift business leaders who love the Lord, who are living for God and, and they're utilizing these resources, not only to enhance their own lives, but to enhance the lives of others around them through advancing the kingdom of God. And so hats off to you, Craig Bauer. You and Desiree are trailblazers. And uh, I really admire what you're doing. I'm glad that I got to spend uh, many, many uh, coffee shop 
visits and uh, many hours on the phone, and I know that it won't end. It, it's just, this is just the beginning, and you're just scratching the surface, and you've got a stellar all-star cast of people coming that anybody uh, that wants to get in on this needs to sign up. I mean, where, where do I send them? Because people are asking me, and I'm, I'm sending them to ignite-cb.com. That's com. it. Yep. 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 That's it. Well, that's fantastic. That is, that, that is it. Having Jeff Pearls on board is also uh, just so exciting to me because I've spent a lot of time with Jeff and uh, we've brainstormed and vision cast and we've wow. talked, but, but we got to the point just like you and I did, Craig, you know, okay, we've talked it out. You know, if we meet at this coffee shop and we're talking about the same thing, then let's find something else to do. But you took off with it. Jeff has taken off on new projects that we've been talking about and dreaming about. So I think that's what Ignite is all about is just just people, just just believers with a common goal and purpose getting together and just sharing our yeah. dreams and visions. And we encourage each other. It's no time. We're, we're like, this is the last quarter, folks. And if yeah. you're going to really do anything in your business, and especially when marketplace meets ministry and you want to advance the kingdom of God, today is the day. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's go. And and, and old country girl, she just joined us. Hey, hey guys. I thought it started at 2.30. Am I late? I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're hey, good. Right you're there. good. Hey, you're, Jeff. Hey, B. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Craig. How are you, We've hey, how are you guys? Good. We've already been talking about your new release, Come Alive, that just just came out and, and launched on all digital platforms today, whether today. it's Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Pandora, whatever your favorite uh, platform is. I've already been telling people they need to go find it. They can find uh, you on uh, Facebook, and we've been putting it on Regeneration Nashville and, and Pastor Kent Christmas's Facebook. So it's out there. We're, we're awesome. in and we're excited about it yeah. i'm excited absolutely thank you bert wow wow yeah and and you know desiree she buys cds and we don't have a cd player in the house she buys all your cds she buys the this and that boys what, what are those guys called not this and that boys higher ground higher ground my, my, my grandson calls them this and that poppy play this and that this and that. that's cute that's cute oh gosh jasmine how's your baby doing Oh my goodness. She's doing good, growing so big and such a joy. Yeah. Uh, we're in the throes still of uh, newborn life and trying to figure it all out, but we're getting there. Jasmine, you always scared me when you were nine months pregnant out there singing, got your high heels on and, and singing out, out of my belly. <laughs> right. <laughs> I always thought this is the perfect song to go into oh, labor in, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Jasmine, I'm, I'm so excited that you're coming back um, and everyone else is, you, you, you just, you just kind of, I don't know, it was just, there was just a unity there last year and everyone's so excited that you're coming back. What, what, what's something that, you know, you know, you do a lot of stuff, you, you go to places and, and, and you do the worship and things like that. What's something that maybe you found unique from the Ignite conference? Absolutely. I know exactly what moment that is. And it was, um, when we sang Heart of Worship, you actually requested that we sing that old song, I'm Coming Back to the Heart of Worship from 
gosh, the early 2000s. And yeah. it's a song that um, I, I remember from youth group, but I don't I don't currently do that. I haven't sung that in years. And Burton and I did not rehearse it, but we just looked at each other and went with it. And uh, I looked out at the crowd and they all mm. just had their eyes closed, their hands raised. You could feel such a tangible presence of the Lord in the room in that moment. Yeah. And yeah. it was a wow moment for me where I thought, man, this is what it's all about. Because, you know, the Ignite Conference is about where ministry meets marketplace. And then we have so many other things, you know, that we're all doing in our personal lives. But it's all about a heart of worship. Mm. Our ministry is about worship. Our marketplace is about worship. Even, even our family time and what I'm doing with the newborn right now, it comes back to bringing it all to the heart of God, a heart of worship. And so that moment for me was, um, it was amazing. And it's one that I've reflected on many times since. Wow. It was special. Wow. It, re it really was. And, I, and just before you came on, uh, Jasmine, you know, one of the things, you know, cause people ask, you know, Craig, what, you know, th this Ignite conference, you know, there's a lot of work, a lot of things going on, you know, what do you want to see out of it? And, and all the guest speakers that I have, it, it, they bring so much and they're so knowledgeable and they're so full of wisdom, but all I want to see is the glory of God fall in that place. Absolutely. And, and, and it's like, it's like that takes precedent over everything. And, and, and if we, if we Amen. just start getting in, into worship and we just stay there the whole time, that's, that's all I want to do. Uh, Absolutely. I think, you know, there was a, a guy talked to me the other day and, and he was in prayer over the Ignite conference. And he said, Craig, I don't know what your prayer is for this Ignite conference, but he said, I see healings happening in the marketplace like never before. Wow. And, and he says, it, it's, it's like a phosphorus grenade is going to go off in that crowd. And he said, it, it, it's a fire, but it's a fire that you cannot put out. Yeah. It's a and burning just, bush experience. Yeah. And I just sat there and wept and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, you've got, you've got these business leaders, you've got leaders from all across the board, you've got entrepreneurs, you've got, you've got a whole group of young people, that younger generation that's going to be here. And, and I get excited about that because it's like, you know, I, I look, I look at myself and the, and the, you know, where, where I'm at and it's not even a, it's about that younger generation. Yeah. And I'm excited that everyone's going to be there, but it's that younger generation. And if we can just talk to them and, and, and help lead them and guide them that Jesus comes first. I don't know. How, most of my life, most of my life, especially in business, I left Jesus at the door. I loved him, but I left him at the door. I left yeah. Holy Spirit at the door. And I just, you know, anymore the, over the past couple of years, it, it just, I, I can't do it. Yeah, I'm not going to do it anymore because it really didn't get me anywhere. And, you know, it's, it's, I either, I'm either going to believe the book from start to finish, or I'm not going to believe any of it. Right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just done. It's either, I'm either all in or, or, or nothing at all. And I'm just excited. I, I, I just, I want others to be able to experience the Lord like, like, never before and to realize that you put Christ first in your business and then it's your family everything else is going to fall into place absolutely it makes I'm, me think of um the old testament when uh, Moses was having them build 
the the tabernacle, the tent, right? And and none of them really knew how to do what Moses wanted them to do. And the spirit of the Lord came upon two men, and all of a sudden they knew how to do things that they never had a they never knew how to do before. They knew how to paint and how to sculpt and how to craft and how to sew. So these are not things like uh, discernment and prayer and leading worship. It was workplace ideas um, wow. about how to craft and how to build, but they were empowered by the Holy Spirit. And so a lot of times we think that if we have the Holy Spirit, well, he'll empower us to pray um, for people to be healed and, and all to counsel people. And he certainly does all of those things. But if we only limit him to that and, and completely exclude him from what we do in the marketplace, then we wind up limiting ourselves because it is the power of the Holy spirit that enables us with god ideas to think exceedingly abundantly above right yeah, and so to yeah. go above and beyond what everyone else is doing that one key factor is the holy spirit and that's what i love about ignite conferences because you have holy spirit right at the center of everything yeah. and that's what yeah. empowers us to to expand the kingdom wow that's so good that's so good jeff yes jeff let me let me let me ask you buddy what I, I know you're going to be speaking at the conference, mm -hmm. but what's something, and again, I don't want you to give away everything you're going to talk about, but what's sure. something that you're not going to talk about that you, that would be important for people to know about Jeff Pearls? That's a really good question. Anything that I have ever been successful at, I've never really set out intentionally to be successful at it. It kind of happened by what you would call an accident, but I know it wasn't an accident. Mm -hmm. It was ordained of the Lord. And, yeah. uh, you know, so, um, you know, you're talking about, you're talking to somebody that can't read a note of music. You're talking to somebody that, uh, he's music teacher in school, uh, had a special parent teacher conference with my folks and said, your son has failed every music test we've ever given. He has absolutely no musical ability. <laughs> um, you're talking to somebody that has been homeless at one point, you know, and now, um, you know, has been blessed uh, with being able to provide housing for other people who mm. were in the same situation that, that I was in years ago. And so anything that I've ever done that God has blessed came from, like Jasmine said, God just kind of giving you the, the knowledge to know how to do it. I don't know how that works, but I, I have experienced it and lived it. And so yeah, I'm probably the most unqualified person in the world uh, to do what I'm doing, but I'm glad that God saw fit to make a, a place for me in his kingdom and in his service. And, um, you know, it's, it's, I look back at that all the time and go, wow, you know, God, God did this because uh, I don't have the, the knowledge in and of myself to know how to do all this. Wow. Yeah. Welcome to the team. Thank yeah. You. Wow. Let me. Can I speak to that too? I want to tell you one of the things that really differentiates Jeff Pearls and his wife, Linda, from everyone else is they're givers. They're mm. givers and they're doers. Uh, they uh, are not passive. Now you, they, they're incredibly meek. When I think of the word meek, 
and humble, I think of Jeff and Linda Pearls. Um, they're easy to gloss over in the room because they would never ever self-impose, but they are givers and they're doers. If you if you need something, Jeff Pearls would just slip up right beside you and say, Hey buddy, let me help you. Let me do that for you. Let me let me shoulder that burden with you. And so, you know, God ideas, yes, but he's just not afraid to get his hands dirty, uh, but he's not pushy. And, and I, I love Jeff and Linda. I love their hearts. So generous, so kind and, and godly. And that's what really sets them apart in my eyes. Wow. Wow. And, and, and Jeff, Jeff, it, it feels like I've known you for a long time, but you and I've never met, right? No, we haven't. No, this is the oh, longest wow. we've ever talked. No, uh, yeah. you called me the other day. I was in my car. We, chatted for about less than five minutes and then this yeah. is the longest we've ever talked at one time yeah yeah i met That's jasmine I, I met his wife at the uh the thing in florida the renewal yeah yeah, yeah. that's so awesome pretty 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 cool and and that was and a lot of fun that was a lot of fun that was a lot of fun burton let me ask you the same question you're gonna be speaking because yes, you're my buddy you're my Woo! buddy you're, and and every time i pick up the phone Jeff and Jasmine, you guys know this. Every time, doesn't matter what time of day or night I call, he goes, "Hey, I'm just yeah. fixing to go and get something to eat." Yeah, yeah every time. <laughs> Isn't that truth? Oh God! Well, my life, though, I'm always mm -hmm. uh, connecting with people, and food is a gateway into the lives of anyone you want to spend time with, and so. You're right. A lot of times that you call me, uh, we do that. But uh, it's exciting. It's exciting to be a part of Ignite. And I am just thrilled that you are, uh, you know, this is, this is Ignite, uh, the second go round, and it's just getting better and better. And, uh, you know, our love for horses and cows and uh, Jesus <laughs> together. Uh, it's been a pleasure, you know, brainstorming a vision casting with you, uh, Craig. So, uh, remind me what it is you actually wanted me to say. You got me sidetracked with the food thing. I'm, what, what am I supposed to be saying? So, so, so you're you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be speaking at, at, at the Ignite conference, and yes, probably sir. several so probably several times. But what's what's something maybe you're gonna and maybe you don't even know what you're gonna share, but what, is, make, no, something I, that people don't know about you. Well, one of the things that, that I want to talk about is about what we talked earlier is that, you know, Jesus looked at his disciples and said, greater things shall you do because I go now unto the Father. And so he's busy preparing a place for us. So he told us while he's away doing that work, he said, now I want you to go about my father's business. I want you to cast out devils, lay hands on the sick and let them recover and sight to the blind and, and the lame will walk and the devils will run from you, you know? And, and, and so that's what I'm here to advocate is that we all have a job to do. And we, we, we put a lot on Jesus, but he's trying to put a lot on us to go out into the world, into the highways and byways, into the hedges and compel them to come to Christ, and we use we use who we are and what we do as a catalyst a lot of times to interest people, 
in in Christ, you know, because you like to hunt fish. Uh, how many times have we done some type of event like that where the fishing was just the bait to get them there? And when we uh, spent time praying and sharing and just doing life together, all of a sudden people see the Lord working in you and through you and for you. And they say, I want to know more about that. So, so that's some of the things I'll talk about. And I'm going to talk about harnessing technology and how to be effective and not get sidetracked with yesterday's news and to move forward. We're in the final harvest. So uh, we've got to amplify and ramp everything up that we're doing right now. We've got to become proactive. And, you know, uh, so a lot of the old cliches that we're waiting on the Lord and all that, that's kind of, that's blown out the window of the vehicle I'm driving because he's saying it's here and it's now, and I need you to be alert and vigilant, and I want you to do as much as you can to help propel uh, and advance the kingdom of God and do your part, Burton. And so I'm just saying, God, here I am. Not my will, but I'm be done. I'll avail myself to you. I, hey, without you, I'm nothing. So that's the kind wow. of thing I'll bring. And there'll be, there won't be any earth-shattering thing that I say, but I hope that it'll be an encouragement and an inspiration to those that are just in the yeah. trenches you know, kind of churning it out day after day in the grind to, man, just stay focused and be aware, you know, while you've got the sickle and while you've got the sheaves, be aware of the other work that's at hand. And that is, you know, we're laborers in the kingdom, not only in the natural field, but in the kingdom of God. Well, Burton, I don't know. I, I don't know that I would be doing what I'm doing if I, if I, if I hadn't have met you. Um, <laughs> You were the you were the second person that I told this to. Yeah, you're right. I I talked to my wife about it, but you see, I watched during during this pandemic, uh, I watched Hank Kuhneman put his ministry on the line every single Sunday, every single Wednesday, and just go there. And I I looked at myself and I just thought, man, what what am I doing? What, what am I doing? I've built the four walls around my business so that it, it's, I protect it. You know, I'm not thinking kingdom minded. I'm, I'm not thinking uh, anything else, but the survival of my business. And then my brother tells me, there's another wild man you need to watch, Kent Christmas. And I, I, I see him do the exact same thing. Yeah. And I, I just, all of a sudden I had this burning desire to reach out to other business owners, Christian business owners. And I was absolutely, so this is during the shutdown and I was absolutely shocked at, at the differences between some believers were keeping the faith, keeping strong others. It was, they were just devastated. They just, they just given up hope. Mm -hmm. And I just thought I, I can't allow, I can't allow someone that's fallen, someone that's wounded. I'm not going to just walk over them. I've got to help. I've got to pick up the wounded. And I, I, I told my wife about my, my, this burning in my heart about the, the Ignite conference. And, I, and then I reached out to you. And remember last year, it was so, we were like two months out. And I just felt the Lord said, do it in November, whatever the date was. And, and, you, and, and, and you were such an encouragement. And, and you said, hey, that's awful quick. But you said, you need to go. You need to do it. And I, I just, 
I, I don't know. I, I, I look at, I look at all this and I, I just, you were, you, you were such an inspiration and, and I really appreciate it, Bert. I mean, everyone, everyone, everyone you've, you've made the connections to, and uh, you just, you just really helped me. You orchestrated this, but you did it from the back. And, and uh, you know, I, I tried to get you to say something last year and you didn't want to, to be in there. And, and I just, I, I was praying that I, I want you there. You, not only because you're my friend, um, but I, I think you've got, you've got a voice and you've got something that's in your heart. And I, I just, man, I really appreciate you. And just, just the Nashville family, every time I'm down there, I'm home. Um, and, and Jasmine, I, I love your mom and dad. I love your mom and dad. We walk around the house still today and we just say, stand up Kentucky. And my favorite <laughs> thing she says, but it, it's just, I, I love, I love the faith that they have. And, and, and it's like when, when you guys went through the, the loss of your brother, yeah. it's like, I, I, we felt that even Thank though you. I couldn't be there. I just, it's like, we went through that with you. And it's just like, I, I don't know, there's, there's, it's it's not just your family but it's that whole place you know your mom always goes out of her way when we go there to visit and you know wants me to stand up and she introduces it but it's like I don't even feel I want to do it. I'm, I'm home yeah it's just I'm home and and it's just uh there's there's just there's just something there and, and I don't know what it is I, I I know it's I know it's I don't know if it's a Southern, I don't know what it is, but the I'm God just, connection. It, it is. And I, I just love, I love the people there. I, I love the, the, this and that boys. And it's just, everyone there is, is there, there's such cool people. And uh, I, I love what God's doing. I love listening to Pastor Hank. And then I turn around and we go home and we plug in the Christmas tree. I love it. And it's like, it's you, you, you would think that they, they'd sat there and talked the night before yeah. about what to say but there's such unity in the spirit and we love that. And it says, I love what God's doing in there in Nashville. And I feel part of that. And I, I thank you guys. I thank the three of you for being part of what God's laid on my heart. And I, I just, I'm just, I'm, my prayer is Lord hide us all behind the cross yeah. and let them hear your voice. Let them see you. And I just pray that hearts would be changed. Absolutely. And that this would, people would walk away and just go, wow, I'm I, that hunger for Jesus. I've got like never before. Yes. If we do that, I think that's, I think we win. Amen. So, so guys, I, I thank you guys for jumping on this call. This is great. This is, you know, again, we're talking about the, talking about the Ignite conference coming up July 28th and 29th. We're less than two weeks away guys. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. And uh, at the same place we had it last year, the Beardmore Event Center here in Omaha, Nebraska. So you can find out more details at ignite-cb.com. I'm looking forward to it. I love you guys. Thanks again. We love you. Thank you. And you we'll, so be, we'll, be, we'll be chatting real soon. All right. Cool. I'm fixing to go eat. All right. I'm to go eat. <laughs> See you soon. All right, Bye. guys. Take Bye. care, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of the Ignite Christian Business Podcast. Are you a business leader, owner, or employee with a passion for excellence in stewarding your business for Jesus? Then we would like to invite you to Ignite 22, an Ignite Christian Business Conference July 28th and 29th at the Beardmore Event Center in Omaha, Nebraska. You can get your tickets and book your hotel today at ignite-cb.com. 
The goal of this event will be to encourage us all to grow our faith and our businesses, to become a part of a network of leaders from a myriad of vocations, and build lasting relationships as business leaders within the body of Christ. Speakers will include strategist, futurist, and thought leader Dr. Lance Wallnow, Kevin Jessup, president of Global Strategic Alliance, Jerry Pereira of the Laden Preservation Group, pastors Hank and Brenda Kuhneman of Lord of Hosts Church, health freedom advocate Dr. Ben Tapper, mindset disruption strategist Eric L. Dunavant, Chief Marketing Officer Michael Lebron and Desiree Bouyer, President of Extreme Recognition. Special music and worship will be provided by multi-Grammy-nominated members of the Grand Ole Opry, the Isaacs, and Jasmine Christmas Brady of Regeneration Nashville, who provided the intro and outro music for the Ignite podcast. Other special guests will take the stage, and the event will be amazing. It was made possible by partnering with Patriot Mobile, XR Outfitters, and many other amazing businesses. Thank you for listening, and remember... Jesus is in business. Is he in yours?